how to stay consistent when you don't want to do the work. Welcome to the Result with Amber podcast. Hi, I'm Amber Bennett, and I've spent over 10,000 hours learning personal development and business marketing strategies, and now I'm sharing them all with you. One of the biggest ways to continue growing in a business or in your personal development is to consistently do the activities that bring you closer to your goal. But as a mother of three who works a full-time job, I definitely understand that there are times in your life when you just don't want to do the work, right? This morning, I was laying in bed. Two of my three children had crawled into bed with me last night, and I don't have toddlers. (laughs) But there was a really bad storm that went through. There was a lot of lightning and thunder, and my kids were scared, and understandably, they had come into my room. So I didn't sleep very well last night. And, you know, it's already a dreary day because it's still raining. And I really didn't want to get up. I didn't want to get started for my day. I didn't have an idea for my podcast. (laughs) I didn't have anything. I brushed my teeth and walked out the door pretty much. And I had actually had the thought go through my head, I wonder if I can just call into work today, which I never do. I'd never call into work. I just, I get up, I go, I do the work uh, because I like taking planned vacations personally. But it's been one of those days and it's not very far into the day yet. (laughs) Have you ever had a day like that where you just don't want to put the effort in to do the work. How do you get past it? Or are you one of those people who reaches for the phone, calls in, and snuggles down back down into bed? Or are you somebody who maybe half-heartedly does it? And you're like, well, I'm going to do the check marks. I'm going to check off the things that I needed to do, but whatever. And sometimes... If that's all you can do, that's all you can do. I, I definitely went through some trauma in my past where I was just doing the check marks, but at least I was doing the check marks. How do you get there, though? How do you get to the point where even if you don't want to do it, you still do it? <laughs> this, is, this is the important thing. My uh, friend and mentor, Ray Higdon, has a saying. And I don't know if it's his saying or if he got it from somewhere, but I've only ever heard him say it. And it is, pain pushes you until a vision pulls you. Why do we get out of bed and go to work when we don't want to? Because the pain of not having a paycheck is more, uh, is more, it's a stronger thought, right? It's a stronger feeling than the the desire to stay in bed. And now if you can call in and not and still get a paycheck, eh, okay. But maybe there's another pain in that. Maybe you don't want to call into work and hurt your coworkers because they have to pick up your slack. Maybe you don't want to call into work and uh, the next day go in and just have even more work piled up for you. Because that's going to be even more painful tomorrow to go back to work. Whatever it is, there is some reason 
that is more painful for you to not go to work than it is for you to suck it up, get out of bed and go to work, right? That might be that might be where you're at. And you you might be like, "Amber, that doesn't describe me at all." <laughs> and that's okay. Because the second half of that is vision pulling you. If you get out of bed and you are consistent every day and you love what you do and you do it regardless of feeling like you uh, have the flu or um, you know your vision is to do something every single day for nine years like Ray has, uh, maybe that's 10 years now. Uh, if you have a vision that is pulling you to do the work regardless of how you feel that that's where we kind of want to move our bodies to right that's where we want to move our mindset to is having that vision pull us so how do we get on this continuum and i'm going to speak within i'm actually going to switch it a little bit i'm going to speak within the network marketing uh industry when you get started in the network marketing industry you're probably doing it for certain reasons. You know, you want to make a little bit more money. You want to earn a discount on your products. You want to share this with some people that you think would really love the opportunity of the products. And when you hit your first road bump and, you know, you get your first rejection, you uh, can't find another person to talk to. The one person that you thought would absolutely love this thinks you're a freak, whatever it is, right? You, you hit this point and you're like, what is the point of doing this? This isn't going the way I expected it to and I want it to. Well, number one, you need to change your expectations and, and your wants, right? Um, if you're solely basing your expectations and your wants on certain people, don't do that. Because it's the unexpected people that really get you, that, that really surprise you. Okay, so you're in this painful situation You don't really want to get up and do the work. You don't want to do anything. How do you change that? You create your vision of where you want your business to go. Do you want to quit working some point? Do you want to have a big house? Do you want to take your kids on vacation? My, when I got started in the business that I'm in right now, my first uh, goal, my first vision was to be able to take my kids on a vacation. I had not had a raise in three years from my day job. I was really, really struggling personally. I didn't have extra money. And we had not been on a vacation, like a true vacation. So the day that I took them like a handful of brochures and said, pick a place, wherever you want to go, we'll go. And they picked a water park. And I took out my wallet and paid for a water park using the money that I had earned from um, my side business that I mean I still get teared up when I'm thinking about it I'm almost crying right now because that was such an amazing thing and that fulfilled a piece of my vision but the only reason it filled a piece of my vision is because I had a clear idea of where I wanted to go of what I wanted to do If you are looking at building a vision, uh, start with a vision statement uh, and then move to a vision board. 
Now, I can get into these a lot more. Uh, I actually have a workbook available that goes through seven steps of really crafting your vision and creating your dream life, uh, which is really, really helpful. It takes you through all the steps. It explains everything. But it really gets into this vision part of it where you are looking at your life. You're crafting what you want it to be, when you want it to be, and how you want it to be. And when you have a really succinct vision like that, it doesn't matter what's going on around you. You are going to pull yourself up and do the work that needs to be done. And you might even do it very happily because things are on the right track. But you're going to do it because you see where it's taking you. It's not about the pain of the day. It's not about the, oh, I want some extra sleep right now. It's about getting up and doing the thing that you want to do to take your business or your life to the next level. And by golly, I'm going to do it. Because it is more painful to not realize that vision that I have in my head for my life than it is to stay comfy in my bed. Than it is to ignore the things I need to do. Than it is to not do, you know, the activities that I need to do. Than it is to not pick up the phone and do some follow-up. Whatever it is that you are avoiding doing, it is so much more painful to not do those activities because you're not going to reach that vision that you have crafted that is so bright and vibrant in your head than it is, you know, you, you need to, it, this, this is the mindset that you have when you have this bold vision crafted in your mind and you know exactly where you're taking yourself. So I highly recommend building a vision. Start with a vision statement uh, you can do a 10-year. I have a 10-year, a 5-year, and a 2-year vision statements. Uh, I have a vision board. I, have, I actually have a couple of vision boards. <laughs> I have a family vision board and I have a personal vision board. And, um, you know, wrapped around my, my, uh, my business and things. But these are important tools to help you stay on track. And the thing is, when you do these things, when you have these visions built and crafted, you're using them every day. You're reading your visions. You're looking at your vision board. You're using these tools in a way that's going to remind you, hey, this is the path I'm on. This is where I'm going. And this is what I want. And I want this way more than that bed right over there. I want this way more than to sit on the couch and Netflix a little bit more. I want my vision so much that I'm willing to put myself through a little bit of pain. I'm going to face a little bit of rejection. I'm going to have a little bit of fun doing it. And I'm going to get through this and do it because my vision is more important to me than these little nuisances of what I'm dealing with. So remember, pain pushes you until a vision pulls you. Do the things that you need to do in order to achieve the goals and the vision that you have crafted for yourself. 
and do them regardless of how much it hurts. Because eventually, if you keep doing them, your vision will become a reality. And if you'd like to get your hands on that tool or that workbook that I mentioned, go to my website, www.resultwithamber.com. And it's going to be posted there, ready for you to uh, take a look at, okay? Thank you for listening to the Result with Amber podcast.